and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Oh, no! <laughs> That, unfortunately, is the third time this evening. Oh, no. <laughs> he might not get up from this. Broadcasting live from the Booze League headquarters. 16.0 ounces on the dial. The Kamish Wiley Withers. Coley Wyman. Sandro Arevalo. This is the Boozecast. Catch up on what you missed online at boozeleague.com. And on your mobile device on iHeart or iTunes. In some of my songs, I have casually mentioned the fact that I like to drink beer. We're back. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hi. We're back on a St. Patrick's Day warm-up show. Yeah, yeah. Hot off the tails from Mardi Gras. That's right. (laughs) It's the best time of the year, man. (laughs) It really is. I'm so confused and tired. And then we're going to swing right on through 420 into Cinco de Mayo. Oh, I can't nice. wait. Holy crap, dude. That is some good shit right there. He who laughs at himself never runs out of things to laugh at. Welcome back in, everybody. This is Draft 66, everybody. Oh. 69, dudes! We're so close. <gasps> We're so close. Oh, I'm so close. Keep going. <laughs> so close. <laughs> We're almost there. <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time I said that. <laughs> I'd have $5. I'd have more than I do in the stock market. <laughs> there you go. Um, all right, so today uh, we're going to catch up with Coley. She was doing some research, and uh, I think... Uh, Pasties Akimbo out in uh, Louisiana, New Orleans, Mardi Gras. Um, so we're going to catch up with that. We got a little bit of so that happened, I'm sure. We got a little bit of news as well, including a really ill-timed cruise. It'll be going out. Uh, St. Pat's, let's get you ready for St. Pat's. We're going to go over some St. Pat's numbers about how much gets drank mm. up and all up in that biatch. Mm. But uh, before we do that, why don't we do some drinking ourselves? Beer of the day time, everybody. Beer is a fermented beverage made with cereals and water. The beer of the day. Today's beer of the day is a Citra Pale Ale. It is a five and a half percent on the ABV. Alcohol. And is from El Segundo Brewing. Mm. Down in El Segundo. El Segundo. What do you know? My goodness. There are IBUs listed on this one at 34. Whoa. Their untapped rating on this is 3.73 with 8,400 ratings so far. Overall, El Segundo has an untapped rating of 3.87. So yeah. a solid, slightly better than average. Oh, after taking a month of sobriety, this tastes so good. <laughs> has it been a full month, really? No, it's only been like two weeks. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's not like oh, a like year. Okay, maybe like 12 <laughs> days and I'm... Work weeks. I'm physically dying. No, yeah, I understand two that. business weeks. So here's what El Segundo says about this. It says a hop monster with a whole lot of citrus aroma up in your face. Mm. It actually says in yo face. Wow. Yo That's face. Hardcore. Phonetically correct. <laughs> yeah, phonetically correct. Uh, this beer is a real cl- uh, crowd pleaser because of its upfront fruitiness and restrained bitterness. We often find that people who don't even like hoppy beer love it. Give it a sample and find out the glory that is the Citra hop. Wow. El Segundo. Have you guys uh, gone to El Segundo Brewing? I left my wallet in El Segundo. 
Like, and, just kidding. You, you don't have it anymore? And <laughs> your heart there? in San Francisco <laughs> and <laughs> your virginity behind the bleachers somewhere down in L.A. Aw, cute. On the 50-yard line. <laughs> right, wasn't that in a movie? It's a movie of my life. Girl, yeah. Oh. It's called Sancho. <laughs> a biopic. Biopic. <laughs> Anyways, if you want to check out uh, this beer, it's, it's a pretty good drinking beer, like just a, a solid drink it during the day. I was, I was, I spent so much freaking time wandering around Ojai Beverage Company, mm. and you know, they've got a lot of beer up there. They do. And also BevMo. And I'm just, you know, I'm like, God, we can't do Modern Times again. Like, it was just kind of a repeat over and over of stuff we've done or breweries we just did recently. Yeah. I was really on the lookout for some type of Irish beer from Ireland, like not a Smittix that we have out here. Mm-hmm. Um. Not a Kilkenny, but they have. I looked up a few of them. It looks like they have a few interesting beers, but of course you can't get them out here. Wow. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to go with a Guinness. Cause, yeah. And all their variations you know. aren't that great. Yeah, I, I was actually looking for some variations so we can kind of do a side I by side. Got a, I got a box last year that had some variations, and it was actually, they weren't bad. Yeah. They were yeah. like some darker ones. They, look, there were, I think there was a variation of five. So there was Guinness and then like four others or something, yeah. or maybe three others. And I want to say like two out of the three or three out of the four, whatever, weren't bad. Cool. Yeah. I'm an old school man. I just I just want me my Guinness. Yeah. My God. I like my the Guinness. the draft and you know the dry or whatever, but I don't know. Like their IPAs and stuff are a little weak. Oh, I didn't have that. I, I know that's like kind of the offshoots that's I was weird. talking about. Yeah. But I did see one. It's got a milk stout. I haven't tried it. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. It's like a Guinness milk stout this year. So I don't know. I've seen a few cases out there. Well, if you see some, pick it up. Will do. And we'll, uh, we'll put it in our face holes <laughs> and eat that up. Speaking of face holes, uh, let's put something in our ear holes. Song of the day. <laughs> Alcohol makes a big man small and can lead to a life of crime. The Song of the Day. Where'd you find this guy? I said young people fall in love with the wrong people sometimes. Some mistakes get made, that's alright, that's okay. You can think that you're in love when you're really just in pain. Some mistakes get made, that's alright, that's okay. In the end, it's better for me. That's the moral of the story, babe. thought I'd uh, try and up the mood. Yeah, right. Yeah, this is deep. I don't feel like jumping off a bridge or anything. (laughs) This is a song called Moral of the Story by an artist named Ash. She is, uh, her full name is Ashlyn Ray Wilson. She's from San Jose, American singer and songwriter. She is best known for this song. Um, This was featured recently in a Netflix film called To All the Boys, P.S. I Love You. It was released last month, and that's when this song took off. This song was co-written and produced by Phineas O'Connell. 
Phineas O'Connell. You guys know who Phineas O'Connell is, right? He is Billie Eilish's brother. He's age 22 right now. He's won five Grammys, including, and this all happened just this year, Record of the Year, Song of the Year, Album of the Year, Producer of the Year, and then, like, Best Engineered Album, Non-Classical of the Year or something as well. So, I mean, the dude... I don't know what you guys were doing at age 22, but... Um, not that. I wasn't that. I was getting drunk <laughs> and going to college. Yeah, there you go. I was not making Grammy-winning albums no. or music. Um, it must be <laughs> nice to have famous parents, I guess. Um, this song was released last year on Valentine's Day 2019, but it, like I said, it was the Netflix movie that pushed it into the mainstream. It debuted on the Billboard 100 at number 71. This also became popular on TikTok, which we went over on one of our video drafts. Um, and it's a got uh, it's been used in over 367,000 videos at this point in time. She'll be on a U.S. tour starting in July with AJR, who we featured. You guys remember AJR? The um, I can't remember which song we featured. They have one called like Bang Out right now that I can't get out of my head. But um, also Hobo Johnson. You guys know who Hobo Johnson is? <laughs> no. Local Mikey is obsessed with Hobo Johnson. Oh, wow. I, I, I loaded up because I figured you guys probably didn't know who Hobo Johnson was. So I thoroughly enjoyed the name, though. <laughs> kind of keep, keep that in your head, right? Mm. You know, what we just heard. And uh, this right here is Hobo Johnson. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a typical story where the bassist kills the singer, the guitarist and the drummer find they're in love with each other. It's the story of the kid who clearly won't know what to say when the love of his life starts to calmly walk away. And it's the story of the dad who decides to chase his dream. He quits his job, he falls apart and he loses everything. And it's the story of the kid who just wants to make a record, loves and crafts it, but nobody ever, ever cares about it. Whoa. A little bit different. That's cool. I like it. <laughs> I have actually, I did not research to see what other uh, of Ash's music sounds like. So, hmm. you know, and AJR is a pretty damn entertaining band. So th- this would be a very interesting lineup to get Ash, this guy, Hobo Johnson. And uh, <laughs> every time I say that, you laugh, right? Uh, yeah. A little, little Johnson action. <laughs> it's a homeless penis. <laughs> Anyways, um, so that has, uh, that was Moral of the Story by Ash. You can find her online at ashmusic.com. There's a dash between Ash and Music. It's got an ash dash. Ash dash. Ash-music.com. And she'll be starting in the U.S. uh, in July. So hopefully uh, they'll be allowing uh, concerts uh, by the time she rolls on around. It's time to go pro with your bad habit. Booze League Radio. How about that? I feel like Coley has a lot of so that happens. We're I, gonna we're gonna end with her because we're gonna roll that into her recap. Gotcha of uh, what she did with a uh, little Mardi Gras action there. Sweet. Well, um, I guess I'm just getting used to the time change that happened. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad somebody is. Lord knows I am not at all getting used to that. It's like really hard to get up in the mornings and yeah, stuff. It's dark and it's cold. Yeah, it's terrible. But um, right now, you know, hey. Every day, got to test yourself and make it happen. <laughs> Long Wait, days are cool, you know what I mean? Like, and test yourself for what? <laughs> <laughs> Everything. What are you doing out there? <laughs> Everything. So, my So That Happened is I'm once again climbing the ladder towards adulthood, and mm. I got myself a big-ass couch. Yeah, it's nice. I it's mean, it is. really fancy. Cup holders. Yeah, I've got cup holders. It could charge your phones. It lays, like, completely flat on each end. Oh, uh, it's, yeah, it's got a mechanical recliner it's like a on bed. each end. and Yeah, yeah. so... 
It uh, that uh, couch is a good time. It's I like have, the Death Star of couches. It, it's hard to get out of. To be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> the Star Wars theme plays every time you sit on it. I like when uh, Darth Vader comes up and turns around, you know, and the helmet comes down. That's when I get my recliner. That's kind of the thing. That's you know? the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I get in there and the thing comes down, pulls my ball cap off. Oh. You know. Oh my. Leaves a beer next to me and the cup holder. I mean, it's sure. you know, Macy's really hooked me up on this. Nice. Good stuff. So. Awesome. That's my so that happened. So well, let's that's, talk. That's a good um, one. Let's talk a little Coley action All right, over here. So I'm, I'm just going to, th- <laughs> I'm going to read you this text message that I messaged my boss, my cool boss, Newbar, because he was in New York. This was 9.40 in the morning his time, 8.40 in the morning my time, I think 8.40. It says 6.40 on my phone, but there is a time difference. Yeah, is it, is it two hours? I think it's two hours. Well, Louisiana right? is two mm-hmm. hours ahead okay. of California. So I don't know if it like reverted to California time because I don't, anyway. So it could have been 6.40 is what you're saying. It could have. I really don't remember. <laughs> so it was the day after Mardi Gras. One can hope. <laughs> Wednesday, February 26th at 6.40 in the morning. Nick, colon, I can't believe they cut me off at this balcony bar because we had a balcony for Mardi Gras. Also, Nick, wake up. We got to flip the mattress over. I think I pissed the bed. <laughs> nice. Well, it's me again. It's a quick move right there. That's amazing. Your boss is like, yeah, all right. <laughs> and he wrote, bah, ha, 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 ha. Great fat Tuesday. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> that's amazing. I'm sure you're not the only person that's pissed the bed in New Orleans, though. Not me, Nick. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, either way. It was Nick. Okay. Yeah, Nick, I can't believe they cut me off at the bar. Also, Nick, <laughs> get up. We have to flip the mattress. Uh, I pissed the bed. That's so funny. Better was, than uh, June at the uh, uh, bachelor party. <laughs> yes, peeing in a suitcase. But no, he got up and peed in a suitcase I, and wouldn't stop and then went back to bed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like I had earplugs in because our hotel was really loud. Like, sure. I mean, not outside on the street, like the hallway just had like a lot of like echo and reverberation. And it sounded like a stampede of elephants and people were partying in my room. Was it a haunted hotel? No, it's the Marriott fucking courtyard or something oh. like right off of Iber- on by the ghost of, of sad businessmen <laughs> oh my god it was like uh, it was so loud i bought earplugs and then i i get woken up to like babe babe and i'm like what and it's like it's like 3 40 in the morning and i take my earplugs out and he's like wait you got to help me flip the mattress i'm like why the fuck do we need to flip the mattress and he's like it's all wet and i'm like I'm, I'm sorry what i'm like did you sweat like what? What's happening? And uh, he's he's like, I, I don't know. I, I think I peed. I'm like, well, are 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 your basketball shorts? Like, what is happening? <laughs> Imagine like, oh my god. I'm like, what is it going on? I'm like, I'm not flipping the mat. Like that's disgusting. I'm not sleeping on the other side of the. Like no. Yeah, that's a weird weird thing. <laughs> so we just like stripped off the fitted sheet and I pulled the flat sheet up over that weird like mattress pad that they have, and I just. Tried to go back to sleep. Hope for the best. Yeah. I mean, my side of the bed was not wet. It was his. And I was like, you're an idiot. Like, I, oh my God. I'm laughing about it, it now. You're an idiot. So I'm laughing about it now. It makes me think of a Kevin Hart um, skit where a guy is like arguing with his girlfriend and she brings up shit from the past. And she's like, oh yeah, you piss the bed, motherfucker. So that's what I kept calling him. Oh, good one. Yeah. So there we go. It's well, it's me again. Well, it's me again. Well, it's me again. Yeah. So that happened. Oh, nice. Big dip That's a good one. <laughs> and they didn't take my security deposit. Thank God. Probably didn't notice. Like, you know what? Actually, probably there's been some worse things that happened. I thought it was that weird that no one did, like, you know, do, like, you know, 
release any bodily But how do you get that drunk that you pissed the bed? Like, what the fuck? New Orleans is probably the place to do that. I guess. Oh, my God. It was bad. Yeah, if you're going to get there, New Orleans is going to be the place that's going to get you there, I feel. Yeah. So, I guess, like, a a recap. um, I mean, I wish I could still be there. I didn't want to come home. It was the most amazing place in the world. I can't wait to go back. That's awesome. Um, Our balcony was super cool. I bought a whole bunch of beads. I as a tip for going there, I recommend buying beads on Amazon. It's a hell of a lot cheaper and just taking them with you either in your carry-on or your check-in bag. And, and you probably come home with some, right? Oh, no. I ended up having Nick buy me more at the bar. Oh. I ran out. I had like 172. But I, I, sh- thought- I mean, I shared with like Steve and Melissa. They didn't bring any of their own. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. But don't you get like, you know, flashing the pasties? Don't you get beads? Yeah. Or but is like, that not a thing that people do anymore? Well, I mean, I only saw a few people actually flash. Oh. I... I well, you don't flash like trip. from the balcony because people are not throwing beads up to you. Mm. You know, you're throwing beads down to them. We did walk like bourbon in the afternoon before mm. we got our balcony. And then um, there, I really wanted these sunflower beads, but the guy was making us flash and it was like daylight. And there were a whole bunch of dudes lined up <laughs> like underneath the balcony with like full grade like photography oh my cameras. God. Taking pictures. Nice and, to see bang bus in the house. Right? <laughs> yeah. And granted, like I was in a wig and I was probably unnoticeable but i still like i don't want that out there it was like professional photography like it was not not happening so at night i flashed full titty no pasties and i got some dinosaur beads that were super cool nice so here's what i kind of noticed um beignets which is like a friend it's not even a french pastry it's yeah it's a donut i didn't really know exactly what it was super letdown for me sorry if y'all out there really like them it's know. a donut with powdered sugar. It's nothing special. It's like a kind of a croissant kind of donut, It's not right? a croissant. It is a oh, really? donut, like a funnel cake fried donut huh. with powdered sugar. Hmm. I've only had the Boring. ones at Disneyland. And it was, the ones at Disney are super good. Hmm. But Maybe I'm just like not that into donuts? I, I don't yeah. know. Well, it, it, it might be that those are like the actual legit ones, and Disney's like, you know what? No one really likes the legit yeah, ones. They make so. their own. Maybe, uh, yeah, I mean, I heard I like know. it was a kind of a 50-50 thing. I'm really picky about my donuts. Okay. Yeah. Super picky. Well, I just didn't think they were anything special, how Send everybody raves about them. Everyone's like, oh my God, I have to eat a beignet like every day. And I'm like... <laughs> beignet every day? Is that like a hashtag? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> beignet all day. Just dough it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Um, I do recommend if you do go for Mardi Gras and you want to hang out, rent a balcony for like the crazy part of it, like the 6 p.m. to 12 a.m. part. It Bathrooms are kind of like a scarce thing there. So um, the where we rented a balcony, we had private bathrooms, which nice. was nice. Um, it's not a parade. There are parades separately, like they're uptown or they're like off of Bourbon Street. So don't think you're going to see a parade on Mardi Gras on Bourbon Street. That I wasn't too sure about, I because clearly I've never been there, so I didn't know. Yeah, that I would I wouldn't even have guessed that. There's I, I no figured. parades on Bourbon. It's just oh. they like close the streets pretty much, and everyone just walks. I mean, it looks like Times Square yeah. on New Year's Eve. It's oh. just like a mass and mass, like hundreds of thousands of people. I saw that uh, police one though, where all the police went walking by or something. So, um, at the close of Mardi Gras at 12 a.m., pretty much on the dot. The police do their own parade. They actually have to take out permits, which is crazy. And they take a permit out every year because they're cool like that. Hmm. 
and they do their own parade in attempt to quote unquote clear the streets and everyone's like eh, and they go into the bars and the second the cops leave everyone's like all back out in the street <laughs> so it doesn't they just like i think they do it because they really like get off on doing it it's like their favorite oh, thing dude. it's tradition and now, it, right? yeah it was cool i mean there's cop cars and they all flash their sirens and they they march and there's people on horseback like it was really intense crazy yes um, I would recommend if you have shoes that you can wash easily to wear those or just like Steve and Melissa brought um, like throwaway Walmart like rubber booty clog type shoes. Go on. What happens to the shoes? Well, I mean, they just the streets kind of stink. Like I honestly did not step in any puddles. I did not see any piss like what people said. It just, I mean, people spill drinks, and it your shoes just kind of smell like a little rank. Hmm. They're just kind of nasty. Was it open container everywhere? Oh, yeah, everywhere. It's like nice. Vegas. It's really cool. That's and really even cool. in cars. like it, yeah. Did Ubers. you encounter a lot of vomit when you are walking around? No, only one time. Really? Well, and it was like good. the day after, and it was on like our street as our hotel, like the same street. It wasn't actually on Bourbon. Because that's they, one of the things that a lot of people like say, oh, afterwards, there's vomit everywhere. It's dirty. It's disgusting. I mean, that's. I didn't. The only like dirty part is that like the gutters are literally like four feet out into the street, like full of beads from like beads that people throw <laughs> that no one catches. You just watch it grow throughout the night. It's like the gutters just growing into the street of beads. But the next I morning. I should just leave those ones. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. No, those are. But yeah, I mean, people still drink. So it gets like a little wet, but the streets were spick and span the next day. It didn't smell like pee or urine whatever um it just smelled a little bit like a rancid sweet drink like when sweet drinks kind of like in the trash like an old hurricane <laughs> yes yeah when you like walk by certain trash cans you smell that but it's not as bad as everyone said i honestly like i was like oh this place is fine i did wash my shoes though when i came home i put them on a nice little spin cycle it cleaned up there you go. yeah sweet um Hurricanes at Pat O'Brien's are a must. They are delicious there. They're on the rocks. I recommend all the drinks there on the rocks. Don't get anything blended. It's like extra sugar, extra cold, and disgusting. Hand grenades, definitely get those on the rocks, too. They're so delicious. It's like a bunch of alcohol and melon liqueur. Oh, man. Yeah. I think, like, two two of those, and you're fine. Like, we got one, walked back to the hotel our last night there, Mm -hmm. and then I'm like, Let's go back out and get another. And Nick's like, God damn it, Nicole. And it was like a walk. And we did it. I'm like, come on, come on. We're only here one more night. So those are delicious. Again, I don't recommend any more than two. If you really don't want to get kicked in the face. And uh, if you guys like seafood, even if you don't, because Steve-O is not a seafood fan. And he ate char-grilled oysters. They're uh, they're char-grilled, so they're not raw. I try them out. And they have butter and Parmesan cheese on them. Mm. They're incredible. And we also ate raw oysters on the half shell. So he tried that too, and he was really happy he did. And my last, like, huge recommendation is, besides just exploring the city itself, is eat at the Commander's Palace. Because that was, like, a super, super, super nice dinner. I had turtle soup. Whoa. With a little bit of sherry. With straws? Yeah. Yeah, it was. I can't even. Like I can't describe the taste of it, but it was so good. Oh my That's god! That's so weird. Like turtle soup is such a weird idea. Yeah. I, it's delicious. It tastes like any other meat. Kind of like a, I don't know, like a, like a chicken, like a pork, or I don't know. It was just tastes like chicken. It's it like was a just shelled delicious. Chicken. Shell. Like, like a I, snail chicken. chicken. They said like our special is turtle soup. Like, would you, you know, do you want that before your meal? And I was like. And sign me up. Like, when am I going to you know, be here yeah, again? Why not, right? I'm here. It's not like they're not, you know, not going to make it because I'm there and not wanting it. So 
I tried it. It was delicious. It was super fancy. I wore a black dress, and they took my white napkin and gave me a black napkin, so I wouldn't get any white fuzzies. That is oh, a nice touch. It's That's a, like Mastro's level. Yeah, of classy it's a right nice there. establishment. So Commander's Palace for sure. And uh, yeah, damn, I, that sounds great. I seriously can't wait to go back. Like I told Nick, since flights are so cheap, like we should go back next month. Like I, <laughs> I enjoyed myself so much. Like it, I think I left my heart in New Orleans. Nice. No. Yeah. No. That's definitely on my bucket list of places to go. to go. Going, I would go a couple days earlier so you can see more of the parades because the parades start like a week before. Hmm. Like the major parades start like leading up to actual Fat Tuesday. They start. I read some uh, interesting cool. parade that was happening over the weekend when we were getting ready for your show. And I think it was a dog parade where yes. all the dogs come out or something. And that was yes. on the Saturday before like... You were gonna. It was like literally the weekend before you were going to be. It was either the weekend or like the Thursday or Friday. I'll be down for that. It's oh my god! People have their dogs all dressed up with like masks (laughs) and like peacock feathers and like all these costumes, and they just they look amazing. Wow. Yeah. So. Way cool. Yeah, it's a great. It's a great city. And you can check it out. Yeah, definitely need to check it out. And you came home with your liver, which is. (laughs) I was really good. I mean, I. I really wanted to enjoy myself, so I drank in moderation. Never, that, that's I never, I never honestly. had a hangover. I brought my whole bag of liquid IVs with me, though. Nice. We bought water. Um, I hydrated a lot, so yeah. You, you stuffed Nurse Amy into your in your sack. <laughs> I and felt like I had out. to, yeah, with those little packets. And <laughs> like, I found um, a place there that does it. Oh, nice. But it's like Louisiana prices, so it was it was um, probably well, uh, and it's Mardi Gras prices, right? So well, it was like a hundred dollars less. Oh, than here. Interesting. Well, mm-hmm. I figured they charge more during Mardi Gras. Like, just no. you guys are gonna need it. So no, it was it was actually like a hundred dollars less. So I just I thought maybe like cost of living, maybe like oh that makes sense. There yeah. is what it is. So anyway, great sense. place to visit. I can't wait to go back. If any of our listeners go or have been and have any other wrecks that I didn't say, write me. My inbox still has cobwebs. <laughs> We're ready to go next year. So yeah, let's hear what you buddy. guys have to say about it. So. Right on. Well, why don't we uh, then move on to the news. Spanning the globe to bring you all the news that's fit to booze to, this is the Booze Line News. KBCE, Booze League Radio. All right, so just a a couple quick stories today. Uh, Let's see, which am I going to do first here? Let's go with uh, this one first. This is what I mentioned. Uh, I'm going to file this one under really bad timing. <laughs> <laughs> Virgin Voyages launches a luxurious adults-only cruise with no kids allowed. The ship, called the Scarlet Lady, will set sail from the Port of Miami next month and journey around the Caribbean. And then future itineraries will also include trips to Cuba. Or is it Cuba? How do you say that, Sandro? Either way. Yeah? Yeah, it's all good. Can we hear some Sancho? Cuba. There we go. That's good enough. (laughs) (laughs) You are a cunning linguist of note. So, uh, this is open only to travelers 18 and over and will feature several grown-up amenities, such as a tattoo parlor on board. Uh, no. Which I don't know that I'd want to be out in the sun with my tattoo immediately after I get it. Yeah. Or in the pool. Like bumpy water. That's just... Hold on. Yeah, that's a how about no moment for me. I'm going to go... Yeah. Yeah. How about yeah. no? Yeah, I mean, imagine if it's rolling like, and the tattoo artist just has to like balance himself or herself. Yeah. I don't know, like that. I read that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Who's your tattoo artist? I don't know. Some guy on the Virgin cruise. 
<laughs> so no. yeah, some guy. I know his name was like John or the something. The Scarlet Lady tattoo artist. That's that's weird. Not the name. Um, yes, but a tattoo parlor, a luxurious spa, and a blowjob bar. Oh, sorry, blow dry bar. Dry. <laughs> I was dry like, bar. what? <laughs> I thought it was going to be real. It's, a, it's adult only. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the ship is over 900 feet long. I would hate to have to clean up after that crew, you know, at the end oh, of the day. Oh, dude. That it's it's got to be terrible. <laughs> uh, it's 900 feet long, and there it can carry 2,700 passengers. Ca- cheapest cabins start around $1,600. Oh! That's for a cabin, so... I think it's like probably 800 for a person for a five-day cruise is what it is. Oh. I don't know. I'm not a cruising kind of guy. So I've been on like five, but they're just in Mexico. So I don't That's know. That's like a three-day cruise or something, right? Oh, uh, yeah. They have like five-day and three-day. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, so 1600 for a suite, but, oh, no, sorry, for uh, a cabin is the cheapest. They do have suites going for as much as $19,000. And I will say they've probably been affected by uh, the COVID stuff. So hopefully they're half off, everybody. There you go. Well, I did check. I wanted to see exactly where they were at. So um, actually, no, they may not be. I take that back. I think about it. Cause it well, I looked at, they had one cruise on there for, um, it's a, uh, it takes along the Mayan Riviera, mm-hmm. uh, which stops in like Bimini and stuff like that. And it's a party cruise that has Diplo uh, playing for all the passengers at the Bimini Beach Club before you get back into port. And that kind one, of badass. That one is $1,200 a person or 2400 for the cabin. So For how many days? Uh, it's a five-day cruise. So, I yeah. mean, it's way, I'm sure it's way better than Carnival, but. No, uh, who knows? Carnival I mean, is like $380 a person for a balcony. Or oh, not really? a balcony, like a window. Yeah, like there's like the in, like the inside and then there's like the window. Oh, the it's because so like, because some, some cabins you walk in and there's like, it's just a room with no windows or something, right? Yeah, so it's like the in, inner. I don't, know if I, can that. Yeah, I don't know if I can handle That's that. That's weird. Especially yeah. if it, the whole place was rocking and shit. Like, it's, I, I mean, know. it's cheaper. Those are like, like. 280 or 320 depending you oh, know like I but i always that. have to have an ocean view i have to have a little you got a, you got a little porthole to look yeah. out of yeah coley huh. <laughs> likes her holes porthole um if you're interested in finding out um about uh getting on this on on the fuck boat as it were uh virginvoyages.com <laughs> is where you're gonna go <laughs> dude there's no way there there's no way i mean it's if diplo's playing it's 18 and over dude it's that's a fuck boat there's lots of ecstasy <laughs> happening oh 100 dude it's gonna be crazy you know i've heard of fuck boys but never heard of fuck boat <laughs> oh, whole, picture a whole boat <laughs> full, full of fuck, fuck boys <laughs> ahoy <laughs> <laughs> the fuck boat <laughs> Oh my god, dude! You talk about having to clean up. After, that's uh, just gonna. Does be. it come with a shot of penicillin afterwards too? Uh, yeah, and a coronavirus <laughs> test. It's crazy. After after your tattoo. Never Aww. mind. After the, <laughs> yeah. Hepatitis. Never mind the irony of it being a virgin cruise, and <laughs> off it goes. There goes the fuck boat. <laughs> that's twenty. That's twenty seven hundred men. They're leaving as boys, coming back as men. Anyways, come back as seamen. <laughs> You guys stop. <laughs> you can't swallow all the humor or what? <laughs> <laughs> you are over there? No. <laughs> Alright, we're going uh Oh no, it's happening. <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs> we'll just kinda wait it out go. here as uh, Coley gets it out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Laughter song. <laughs> Good. You good? I'm, right. Right. I'm okay. And we're back. The so, my eyes. speaking of fuckboys, let's talk about <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. 
Oh, please do. <laughs> She's like, yes, please. Hello, Ryan. Um, Ryan Reynolds treats the oldest 21-year-old to her first legal drink. And he did this as part of a promotion for his own brand, which is Aviation Gin. And he made a little video about it and put it on YouTube. And I'm going to play that video for you right now. This is Arlene Manko. She was born February 29th, 1936, a leap day, which means she has a birthday once every four years. I was technically five years old when I got married. This leap day, Arlene <laughs> turns 21, legal drinking age. 30,679 days I've waited to turn 21. I had seven kids in 10 years. Do you think sometimes I didn't want to drink? Arlene has never had a legal drink in her life. Following the rules and do what you're told is important to me because that's what I was taught. You don't get in trouble when you do what you're told. But I'm not an angel. <laughs> that's okay. I'm ready to party. <laughs> we wanted her first legal drink to be aviation gin. Holy Moses! Happy birthday, Arlene. I didn't know who Ryan Reynolds was. And, you know, they'd say, you don't know who he is? I said, no, I don't know who he is. You know? <laughs> Ignore her. She's been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> it's that a, is incredible. The whole thing is really entertaining. There's one sequence where she's standing in front of some guy at a liquor store showing him different IDs. And, like, she's got different clothes on and trying to, like, be the person ID. And the guy's just like, no. <laughs> No, sorry, you're not 21. You can't buy anything. <laughs> that is so Damn. crazy. So one of the interesting things, though, is at the very, very end, they show a um, just kind of a little uh, like uh, phrase up on the screen. Uh, it says there's a, there's a notice, basically, that if you were born on February 29th, 1936, email Ryan at com. So I think they're they're cool. trying to compile all the oldest 21-year-olds. Gotcha. Put a club together. There. Yeah, put nice. a the oldest 21-year-old uh, club. That's really cool. So for those of you who don't want to do math, she is 84 years old. Now. Thank you. So. I appreciate that. Now, I don't even an attempt. Yeah, I, I don't even know if they... they <laughs> oh, uh, I did I did the math in my head, but it's okay. Look at this over here being all, nope. all smart, smarty right. pants with your big old lobes. So anyways, so that has been the news. This is the Booze Cast. All right, let's talk St. Pat's. Just a little background for those of you who don't know. This is the commission's favorite day of the year. Wow. I get more texts on St. Pat's than I do on my birthday. Mm. People go, hey, <laughs> Wiley, hey, happy St. Patrick's Day. People know. People know. I wrote three papers on Guinness in my master. So, <laughs> of course um, you did. There you go. So this is, uh, this is one that is near and dear to my heart. So I looked up. So I could do a whole bunch of shit on Guinness, but I've written about it on boozeleague.com. Yep. You know, I think we actually talked about it probably last year. I brought up some Guinness facts that mm -hmm. were really interesting. So instead of rehashing old stuff, instead I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the stats. I'm going to put my MBA to use here. And let's look at the stats. St. Pat's by the numbers. So, you know, Chicago uh, turns their river green. That's one of the, the big things that happens. How do they do that? Uh, 45 pounds of green dye. It's actually an orange powder. But they drop into there a little bit at a time, and it only lasts for five hours. 
The first year that they did it was back in the 60s. They actually used the green dye to detect where um, illegal dumping dumping was happening, where like it turned oh. green in certain spots. Yeah. Um, and they can kind of follow it, kind of like when you when you they put whatever that stuff is in your in blood, pool. where you can kind of follow. When, when you yeah, pee in sure. the pool, and it like turns. <laughs> 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 or you piss the bed. Isn't that <laughs> what you were gonna say? When you gotta flip the mattress. <laughs> yeah. Um, the mattress turns blue. You gotta flip it. Oh, but the man. first year they did it, they just dumped a whole bunch in. It lasted for like over a week. Like it was green forever. And then it, it, they kept doing it every year. It's like the plumbers union of Chicago will, the plum, will, will do this. They're like, dude, why don't we just do the whole thing green for St. Patrick's Day? And they're like, fuck yeah, let's do that, right? That's awesome. Uh, fuck yeah. Um, so then they realized that it was toxic. This this dye in that quantity is toxic. So now they switched over don't. to an orange powder. Hmm. That turns green. Yep. Forty five pounds is the magic number. It only lasts for five hours. So enough for the parade and and party and everything else. That's so cool. Over half of the American population plan to celebrate St. Patrick's Day this year. 60% will be partying for St. Patrick's Day. According to the latest census, there are 34.5 million Americans who list their heritage as either primarily or partially Irish. To just give you an idea of context there, that's seven times larger than the current population of Ireland, Hmm. which is only 4.68 million. Well, I mean, uh, my 23andMe said I was like 24% Irish. Got a little Irish in you? I do. from college. One quarter. (laughs) 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 Oh, wait, I have a drop for that. Drop. (laughs) All right, that's better. Um, Let's see. It's estimated that people in the U.S. have spent $5.9 billion annually on St. Pat's in the recent years. Sales of Guinness go up 819% on St. Patrick's Day versus any other day of the year, which makes sense. I wonder if that's a good time to buy stock. Uh, well, I'd basically be buying stock at Diageo. So. Oh. Yeah, Diageo, uh, Guinness merged with a, um, it was like a decoration, not decoration, but they made like furniture and, and yeah. shit like that. And then they became this massive uh, thing called Diageo. We'll talk about Diageo uh, next week because they actually own Bullet Bourbon. Oh, okay. It was in a bit of uh, controversy. So we'll be talking about that next week. Um one quick fact, though, about that, um, and I might have mentioned it last year, but one of the things that Guinness did, uh, probably, ba- I think it's back in, two- let's see, I wrote the paper back in 2009, so it would have been about 2005 or six. about the time Stella came out, they were losing ground to Stella as the, as the import that everybody kind of started to drink. They started freaking out right about the time they were coming up into St. Patrick's Day, because that's their holiday. So they started thinking about, okay, well, how can we market Guinness and ensure that we're gonna beat out Stella. We can't just do the regular stuff, Stella's doing that, we do that anyways. What new thing can we do? What? Was it the rocket widget? No. Okay. No, that, that was a different purpose, but the la- they thought about the the way that people, when, you, when you're at a bar and it's 10 deep, it's St. Patrick's Day and you have these poor bartenders back there pouring the black stuff correctly, how do you get their attention? You catch their eye, right? So what they did is they created contact lenses that were green that had the, the tulip glass in black in the middle. It almost looked like cat's eyes. So the last place you have to look to get to order a drink has a suggestion that maybe you should be ordering some Guinness. So there you go. Interesting. Whoa. Fun fact. Huh. That's a fun little fact for all of fact. you uh, all you people out there. It's fun little facts that we're going to teach you. Woo. All kinds of fun facts here. Uh, it's considered the fourth most popular drinking day in America. Can you guess what the first three are? Mm, hmm. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. New Year's. Uh, Fourth of July. 
you know, those sound pretty popular. Um, you're almost correct. Uh, New Year's Eve is the most popular. Christmas, strangely, is the second most. Oh, uh, people uh, that I drink to be around their family yeah, sometimes. True story. Mm. And Fourth of July is third. Hello. So Cinco is uh is but I would have thought Cinco would be higher as well, honestly, but it is not. Another fun fact that I learned in uh, college: St. Patrick's Day and Cinco de Mayo will always be on the same day of the week. Every oh, year. Okay. I know this because I was on the quarter system um, in my graduate school, and I'd miss class on whatever St. Patrick's Day was and have to go on Cinco de Mayo because there's only 10 weeks in the mm. quarter, and I can't <laughs> miss two weeks. So I'm like, well, look at what I just learned. Uh, the things you remember from college. St. Patrick's Day here in America was first celebrated back in 1737. Wow. That means we've been celebrating it here for 283 years before we were a country. Yeah. Where do you think the first parade was for mm. St. Patrick's Day? On that year, the year of our Lord, 1737. Virginia. I'm going to go with Florida. <laughs> America's Wang. <laughs> Boston. Boston was the first place they uh, held a St. Patrick's Day. That makes sense. It does. Parade. Those Irishmen in Bo- <laughs> Boston. I no. can't even say it. Anyways, those are St. Uh, St. Patrick's Day by the numbers. So we're um, right now we're pushing about, uh, what, 40 minutes. Ooh. Do we have time for a greatest drunk story? We're going to push that to the next one. Uh, You've been pushing it off. You got five minutes. Do it. You know what? Yeah, that that's a good point. The greatest drunk story that you've never told From throwing up to passing out to peeing in the snow Raise your glass and take a drink because here we go It's the greatest drunk story that you've never told Alright, travel with me if you will To a fateful March 18th 2015, I think it was Might have been 2016, either way Um... It was the last year that Irvine Meadows Amphitheater down in Orange County was going to be doing their stuff. They opened their season with Floggy Molly on St. Patrick's Day hmm. for their last season. So me and some friends, Dickhead, as you know, from mm-hmm. Late Night Union, uh, we got about, I don't know, 15 to 20 of us, and we got a limo, big-ass limo, and we went to the Floggy Molly show. And let me tell you, they were serving, they weren't serving the draft Guinness, they were serving the Guinness Extra Stout. Like, mm-hmm. it, was, it was a gnarly night. They had a pub set up on stage, and they're pouring. They they had audience members like specially chosen that just sat there and pouring legit Guinness on stage out of a out of a nitro tap for them. Damn. And they sat and watched Floggy Molly from the stage what? at Irvine Meadows, which would That's have been really amazing. Next and they had the whole right stage there. set up like looked like a pub. It was awesome. Wow. And I was sitting there way way in the back, <laughs> basically back where the lawn is, just jealous as a mother. Anyways, so wake up the next day, and you know I'm a Disneyland past holder, so I'm like, you know what, I'm down here, and it's it's a Friday. Why don't I, why don't I head on out to old uh, Disney's California Adventure today? And uh, T. Roy Hamilton, who is the uh, vice commissioner of the Booze League, we don't really hear from him ever because he moved to. He's now a Florida man. Yeah, he <laughs> left us for <laughs> he, Florida. He bailed. He's like, dude, I can't handle. Um, he's like, dude, bro, Wiley, I've never been to California Adventure. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, it was a good time. I'm like, yeah, dude, there are bars everywhere. I mean, ask Cole. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a drunk story about that. It's a good time. And he's like, all right, well, I'm not doing anything. Let's go. I'll buy a ticket. I'm like, all right, you just buy just for the park. It's like 100 bucks. He's like, done. So off we went. Still hung over. So we probably still had some type of, of BAC going from the night before, right? Sure, sure. So we get to the hotel. I'm at the, the Hilton in Anaheim, and I go to check in. And they're like, well, your, your room's not ready yet. And this, this is going to be important later. Your room's not ready yet. So 
know what, we'll text you when it's time to come back or just show up later. It'll be fine. I'm like, all right, cool. So off we go. And we try and get in. Can't get in because he's carrying a pocket knife. Just a little one. No big deal. Yeah. Well, it's because he's from Florida. Well, no, he, this is before he moved. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's why I went to Florida. They kicked him out. Um, so Disney somehow, and like it was a tiny little thing, like it's just the clip over over the, the pocket of his shorts. And Disney security came and escorted us all the way down off to the streets that are surrounding Disney. They're like, either we take it or you have to get it off property. Like we can't let you, you know, you can't come back and get it. There's no will call for this. So we walked out to the street and went to um, some random little shitty hotel or motel and said, hey, can you hold this for us? They're like, yeah, no problem. Come on back and get it. We're like, cool. So back we go in, right? Again, that's going to be important later. Remember that. <laughs> so we get in and we go to, um, we're having drinks next to looking at the, the big Mickey wheel. You know, mm-hmm. we, we start off with a, with a wild turkey, which I think you remember the wild turkey. I think it was Actually, it's called a smoked turkey. turkey. Smoked turkey. Oh, yeah. I remember that well. It's oh, after what good. I don't remember. Yeah, it's it, the only time I won't act. The only time I'll drink wild turkey is in a smoked turkey cocktail. It is a fantastic cocktail. Started off there, wondered about, hit the Racer Fives. We went to uh, Carthay Circle, had some Manhattans, which are amazing. They're my favorite Manhattans made at the Carthay Circle there. Um, and just had a whole lot of drinking going on. And we, by the end of the day, were buzzed. And then we decided to go to Trader Sam's. It, we didn't go to Trader Sam's, right, when we were down there? Uh, you don't remember. <laughs> Nick would be the one to. <laughs> I don't think ask. we made it. I don't think you needed that. Those are the really, really strong tiki drinks. Mm. So we end up there and we we sit, we get a drink. We sit outside and we're sitting across from these two young ladies, because um, there's the only place to sit. You know, it was by the cou- it was couch by the whatever. And let me tell you something about old T Roy. T Roy, once he gets good and buzzed up, will pick up on literally anything. No, it doesn't matter. He'll just be like, hey, how's it going? Hey, like he's a really sociable guy. He's really likable. He's like, you know, he's not like a creep, but. No, he's, he's got like a charm. He's, he's, char- a charm. he's charming. Yeah. So he starts talking to these chicks and all, and we're like, all right, you know, and I'm just like, dude, just just let her alone, dude. She, like, she's whatever, you know. And then she starts kind of trying to bag on me, and I'm like, whoa, hey, 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 this guy next to me, man, not my monkey, not my circus, you, whatever he does. And so I end up making friends with them, and we're still Instagram friends to this day. Uh, <laughs> they turn out they're really cool. They're like travel bloggers or something. Oh, fun. So we had a couple of rum drinks there that we shouldn't have had. And <laughs> then we got a walk. All the way from the Disneyland Hotel, all the way across the Disney property out to Harbor, which is basically the other side of all the Disney properties. Go back to that motel to get that pocket knife so that we can then walk another two blocks down to the Hilton so we can check in because we haven't yet checked in. And here we are in this this drunken stupor at this point, (laughs) right? So, so bad that I was walking down Harbor and I started across the street, like just a little side street, and my foot didn't get far enough out so my weight kind of went forward a little bit and i had one of those one two three kind of things where you just like and i face planted yeah right in the middle of the street Damn. oh no and t-roy he was he was really helpful he just stood over me he's like man down and didn't really help beyond that wow uh, so eventually <laughs> charming we make it back to uh the hilton we go to check in and we're probably just stinking of rum and and wild turkey and beer and whatnot <laughs> And, uh, you know, I somehow managed to get my name out correctly. And, and the lady looks at me and then she's like, okay. And she goes down, she gets on her computer a little bit. And then she kind of has this weird look on her face as she's staring at the computer. And she looks up at me and she looks back at the computer. It's like, huh. And she's like, hold on a second. So then she goes to get the manager. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? What, what are we doing? And he came back and he looks at that and, he's, and he kind of got a weird look. Then he looked at me and then he got a weirder look. And then he looked back down and then he looked at her and he shrugged. And he's like, huh? All right. And then he walked off, and I'm like, okay. And she's like, all right, here, you gave you two keys, you know, it's on this floor, it's on that. And I'm like, 
fuck was that all about, right? Yeah. So we go up there. It took us a long time to find where we were going for the <laughs> record. Those, uh, the Hilton Anaheim is not labeled uh, their rooms very well. So eventually we find it at the end of the hall. It's the fucking presidential suite that we got put in. What? Because I'm a, uh, at the time, because I was traveling so much, I'm a Hilton like diamond member or something. So as the as the hotel fills up, they just keep bumping you up in, just keep bumping you up. So the last room available for a diamond member in the upgrade was the same room that Bernie Sanders. I checked same room <laughs> that Bernie Sanders stayed in in 2016 when oh, he's there yeah, doing his thing. No so way. Funny, so we get in there. We're like, holy shit! And it's got like two rooms. It's got three bathrooms. Uh, it takes up one whole side, like a wing, where you can, like, in floor-to-ceiling, like, uh, windows and Damn. whatnot. And I'm like, dear God. Did you call those girls up that you met? And you're like, hey, yo, come <laughs> over. I didn't put them back in uh, in the room with uh, T-Roy. But T-Roy wanted to go down across the street to the Marriott. Uh, so we went across the street, and there was a cheerleading convention in town. So he was talking to all the moms. And I was just sitting over there <laughs> enjoying a beer like I needed more. So we get back up there, and we're like, dude, it's, like, late. We need food. So we got pizza delivered to the room and the next thing you know i wake up and it's like the sun's kind of just you know it's like just before the sun actually comes up and you get that weird kind of half light and i open my eyes and me and t-roy are laying on the couch it's like one big long kind of sectional and he's on one end and i'm like on the other so our heads are kind of close to where the corner is and the pizza is sitting right where the corner (laughs) section was we're surrounded by like crust and half-eaten shit and i'm like i stayed in the presidential suite i didn't even get to the fucking bed <laughs> there's are three you, beds are you kidding me with this? <laughs> so I, w- I went in i slept for a couple hours in the bed just to say i could but then i went in and took a shower and all that and same same shower bernie sanders took a shower in, so, yeah. you know, you know, Damn. power for the people and then uh went on about my day so that's crazy that is my greatest drunk stories randomly ended up in the presidential suite good for you at the wow. hilton Anaheim. A bonus. that's a good one yeah so Anyways, well, I think we are now at the end. I know at least there's one or two listeners out there that are super happy. I finally, finally got that out. Nice. Let me get some shit about that. Um, Anyways, so Andy, you're welcome. There's your drunk story. So this has been the end of Draft 66, everybody. Here you go. We're getting there. We are. So we're not uh, recording next week. Because St. Patrick's Day, St. Patrick's Day. Day. So there's no uh, there's no recording next week, but we'll catch you the week after with a with a recap. <laughs> Hopefully, it's as good as the story I just told of uh, St. Patrick's Day. I have a feeling it's gonna be a long one, dude. It's gonna like stretch into the weekend. Well, I'm playing it sober. Week. I'm playing it sober to prove a point that Nick that you can that I can because yeah. Nick pissed the bed. Well, you know, and that's, you know what, if you can do it, because you've pissed in some epic places. Well, drunk. it's only because I've thrown up and it's like muscles contracting. It's uh, not like I full blown fell asleep and lost, just pissed the bed, you know? It's, yeah. So that's my point. I'm going to try to be sober this uh, St. Patrick's Day. Well, in Nick's defense, he can hold a lot in that big old dick. It's kind of like a water weenie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's like a camel. <laughs> yeah, exactly, you know. So, anyways, um, you can find us online at boozeleague.com for more of this uh, scintillating and classic talk. about pissing and getting drunk Um, you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at booze league facebook.com forward slash booze league go follow dro dro underscore 805 and also follow coley ice underscore coal underscore beer underscore holla you got got it right right. got it right for once you can also follow me as well you can see a ton of pictures of the booze hound at wiley withers so anyways this has been draft 66 
Thanks, everybody. Catch yeah. you on, Brad. Cheers. Catch you on the flip side. Cheers. Cheers. I'm coming out the jacket because we're turning up the heat. I want to see you clapping when you get up out your seat. It's time to make it happen when we hit these streets. I'm coming in hot and I can't be beat. Watch out now.